Welcome to the Full Figured Life, where we don't just dream about having it all, we talk about the steps it takes to go for it and get the life that we want. From a body that you feel great in, to building wealth and relationships that have both sizzle and stability, there is nothing wrong with wanting it all and it is absolutely possible. I am your host, Kelly Pierce, a transformational life coach, hypnotherapist, energy worker, and founder of the Full Figured Life. Are you ready to have it all? Fantastic. You have come to the right place. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Full Figured Life. It's so funny having done more than 100 podcast episodes to have a new name. I always want to go back to liberate your soul. But you know what? That's just my brain. Today, I want to talk about mental toughness and how you can strengthen your mind in the face of adversity. This is coming up for me because I have been witnessing more and more people having struggles, finding their footing in this crazy world that we can't necessarily count on things to be wonderful all the time. And I live in a world that by day is full of corporate America. Tons of wild things happen that are way out of my control, but I am always in control of myself. And it's because I've practiced these healthy coping strategies and all of these tools that I'm going to share with you today. And I also want to just share with you what you can do on a day-to-day basis, and part of it is literally a frame of mind. I've had many times when people in my life have come to me frustrated with doctors, frustrated with lawyers, frustrated with those professionals who say that they're just practicing, but I want to go ahead and shift the paradigm. We are all just practicing all of the time, right? I am a practicing podcaster. Am I always going to be perfect? No, I'm a practicing hypnotherapist. Have I better be sure what I'm doing is the right thing? You believe it, but I know that I'm not perfect, but practice does make perfect. It makes better. And what makes your ability to be mentally tough is the practice that you've had overcoming challenging things in the past. Something that my husband likes to turn around to me when it comes up is... Something that I often say when a situation has gotten me upset and I need some perspective. So what that is, is when I am facing something that can go either way, right? Whatever frame of mind I want, or maybe somebody takes something I say the wrong way. I'm like, listen, I'm just speaking the truth. Where you take it in your mind is totally up to you. Everything is all what we make of it. So what I mean by that is like, let's think of a board game, okay? Like a game of chess. How you move the pieces in your mind determine what the outcome of that game is. So we all know the point of chess is to like get the queen, right? Get all the other players' pieces, checkmate, you've got them, there's no more moves, you win, you're on their side of the board. The pieces can be likened to who you are, what you believe about yourself, And the board can be thought of as life. So one thing that I had written down forever was some initials that stood for circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. One person's insurmountable obstacle is another person's obstacle to conquer. 
When you have a situation in your life, choosing that identity that gives you the spot on the board, whether you're a pawn or a queen or a king or a knight, or clearly I don't play chess, but I know that only the queen can move any direction. Some of them can move diagonally. Some of them can move forward, backward. But whatever you believe about yourself governs how you move in life and what is available to you. There's a little saying, pitiful versus powerful, and you can't be both. If you're pitiful and always the victim, it will limit your moves, the way that you can move through life. But if you choose to think of those tough times as what you can eat to become mentally strong or solution opportunities instead of problems, you know that going to the gym and facing your problems You know that it might be heavy, it might be hard, but the results from lifting them will make you mentally tough, just like lifting weights in the gym will make you mentally tough. If you choose to say, I'm powerful, I might not know everything right now, but I'm gonna keep trying, I'm gonna overcome this, this is gonna make me stronger, this is just temporary, it's just a situation, it's not permanent, Um, you will be able to reaffirm to yourself that you are powerful, that you are able to get through hard things. Viktor Frankl, who wrote Man's Search for Meaning, is one of my favorite books. I think I read it in an afternoon. I just devoured it. But his quote from that book says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. That's just powerful, right? The stimulus, something happens and we choose to respond. It is within our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. When something happens to you, it's a circumstance. It's neutral. Where you choose to move it in your mind is totally up to you. And how you are going to feel about it depends on what you think about that circumstance. Let's just say... Let me make up a fake situation that could actually happen in life. So you're at a gathering and people are talking and all of a sudden you realize that you're kind of left out of the conversation. Like nothing really is being said to overtly do it, but you're feeling a little bit like, hmm, maybe I don't fit in here. Your next move, what you decide to do, if you just kind of quietly walk away, like, well, I guess I'm not meant to be a part of this group, or if you speak up and say, oh my gosh, that's so interesting, or tell me more, right? So that you're actually showing interest in the conversation, you will choose to be a participant or choose to be an outsider. It's your response to that situation that dictates how you feel. I see this happen all the time with people who are very introverted and don't really like to stand up and be confident. Now, I myself, I'm a leader. I'm for sure like a type A personality. Um, I have to like consciously pull it back a little bit so that I'm not like feeling like I need to interject and be a part of the conversation, but instead just be a participant and it feels really good. So I don't really fully understand all of that, but I used to be very shy. I used to be afraid of judgment. I used to be afraid of what people would think. I used to feel like, what if they think I'm stupid or are interested in what I have to say? But now I know that if I choose to say something, 
I'm going to try to make it interesting, contributory, and not like a one-up kind of thing. Like, oh yeah, that that reminds me of my thing. And then I dominate the conversation. It's not going to happen. But the inner dialogue that I have that allows me to move forward with confidence, knowing who I am, like, yeah, I'm here. It's okay. I don't have to be the most important person or the most well-liked person, but I'm just as viable as any other human being. When I tell myself these things and I repeat these things to myself, which is what I had to do for like five years before I felt confident enough to step into my true self, my true um, beingness, who's comfortable speaking publicly, even on a podcast, <laughs> exhibit A, um, that allowed me to really know who I am. Healthy coping strategies also played a big part in shaping my ability to have this mental toughness. I lifted weights all throughout my younger years, like my 20s and 30s. I would work out and just allow my body like to not hang on to the stress. I moved it through with weights and breathing. It's just such a great way to get into your body. It's sustainable. It's healthy. It doesn't have a detrimental effect like having a half a bottle of wine would do. You know, your body's like, wait, what? <laughs> this is so different. Um, and it can lead down like a bad path if you choose unhealthy coping strategies, meaning they don't contribute anything to your life for the good. But in the moment, your brain is going to tell you that they relieve the stress and help you to relax. Self-care has been huge in creating my mental toughness. I know that my nervous system has taken a pounding like my entire life. I had my adrenals in overdrive and now they're very much activated often. But what I do is I have compassion for myself. I'm like, of course, you're going to feel activated. Of course, this is going to make your heart race and make you feel X, Y, or Z because you've been in bad situations before. But I can use that same thing and turn it around and say, I have been through bad situations before and I will get through this too. Like, go you. I love you. You're awesome. Like, you don't need to take this on. And I have this wonderful, compassionate inner dialogue. I have this self-care techniques. I'll say, you know what? You can go for a beautiful walk tonight and just feel all the love with your husband as you're going through it. You can take a nice warm bath. Um, I remind myself of all the different things that I do to take care of myself and get through the tough moments. Lately, what I've been doing is telling myself, of course you feel this way. Anyone would feel this way in this situation that you're facing and with your background. Like, this is normal. Nothing has gone wrong. I am only an organism, and it's natural for me to have these feelings and reactions. It's okay. And then I don't push away the feelings. I'm not like, you know, buck up, bucko. Like, I don't do that. I ask myself, like, how do I want to feel? What actions do I need to take to make me feel that? So let's say I'm activated. Let's say somebody's really rude to me, which does happen. And they're super jerk face. And I'm like, honestly, you did not need to say that or do that or be that way. I ask myself, how do I want to feel? Like, what do I want to believe about this situation? Do I want to be the victim of somebody being an a-hole? Or do I just want to like say that's them that's where they are. They took it there and I'm choosing to walk away. 
I'm choosing to love myself anyway, like not take on their behavior as a reflection of me, but rather a reflection of them. One of the other steps to being mentally tough is mindfulness. You've heard me talk about it on the podcast before, but when you practice mindfulness, you improve your ability to respond instead of react. Remember Viktor Frankl's quote, there's the stimulus and then there's the response. If you're aware of what the stimulus is and what it's bringing up for you, you don't have to give in to your automatic reaction. You can just say, you know what, this is my power. I can choose my response. I can grow through this. I can love who I am and that I'm able to deal with this and move on with my life. It doesn't define me. Another tip that I have is working with a professional, somebody outside of you who has perspective on the situation, who has training. I feel like it takes a village. I wanted to write up this diagram of all the supportive professionals in my life who've gotten me to where I am today, who have helped me to be courageous, who face this sort of hard things, both in the tangible and the intangible. I work with a coach weekly. I have two different types of holistic healers that I work with monthly. I have a chiropractor, an acupuncturist. I have pastors and elders in the church who I'm not afraid to go to if I need prayer. And I've worked with many therapists and hypnotherapists in the past. Giving this perspective, they've given me support, tools, techniques, and more about the intangibles that I could ever explain. But when somebody has been trained in their craft, it is so very helpful. They can see with this sort of um, detached, positive, neutral is something that I've learned as a practitioner myself, just to be able to take a step back and just see everyone with love. And it's so nice to feel that as someone receiving these types of services. Another tip for mental toughness is to keep a journal. Find out when you're feeling pitiful, write it out. When you're feeling powerful, what were you telling yourself when you were feeling powerful? When I'm doing shadow work right now, or even just wanting to explore how I feel about a certain situation, like why did this make me feel so upset? Writing things down takes the high energy and the power from anything that's gotten me feeling powerless. And it helps me to emphasize the positivity, to choose my response, to reinforce it, to understand it, and to get better about it. Next is to get out of your comfort zone, stretching yourself out to try new things. It's funny, like mental toughness breeds mental toughness, right? What do successful people do that unsuccessful people don't do? And it's the willingness to do things that somebody doesn't want to do that makes you mentally tough. So I definitely do this like on a daily basis. I'm like, why am I dreading this? Why do I not want to do this thing? And then I make myself do it first. I'm like, do your reps, right? Go to that mental gym and make it happen. So I encourage you, if you have been avoiding doing something because you're afraid of how it's going to make you feel, journal about it, write out all the possible outcomes, and then Really, when it happens, what's going to end up happening is you're going to notice that it's not nearly as bad as you think it was. You're going to be like, oh, is that all? Like, I just did the thing and it happened and I'm okay. I 
rely on my daily routine. I unswervingly start my mornings with at least 40 minutes of quiet time just for me. I intentionally choose what to focus on, like my intention for that day, whether I'm setting an intention during a movement practice or meditation, whatever it is, my connection with God is always a part of that. Um, And being in the quietness before anything's coming at me to make me have to like tap into my mental tough muscle, like it helps me to just underpin that strength to know that I am And that's all that needs to be said, right? I am. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? It's just definitely I'm able to have that connection and tap in. Lastly is keeping your connection strong. I know my tribe and I love them. The support of, like I say, those trained professionals, but just one or two people mean more than dozens of people who are trying to cut me down every single day. People go through their own BS, their own nervous system super activated. Maybe they don't have quiet time in the morning. They watch the news and they get all upset and activated and the world's awful and blah, blah, blah. I don't need that to come at me by myself. I've got somebody in my corner cheering for me, loving me unconditionally, and able to just support me. And I know that I can come back, you know, like think of the boxing ring, you go in, you get punched, and then you go back to your corner and you have people tending to you. So just knowing that you have one or two people who, you know, you're their cheerleader coach person, and they are there for you as well will help you to not feel like you're just facing all of this stuff in life alone. So hopefully you feel like at least two of these things you can do for yourself, whether that is changing your mindset and knowing that you have power to choose your response, having mindfulness and being aware when you're activated, journaling, working with a professional, practicing that self-compassion, and just accepting that these feelings are going to come up, that you're going to have hard times, and that you have gotten through 100% of the hard days before this one. I trust that you will stretch yourself to try something new today, to imagine the outcome being better than you possibly imagined, and just spend some time in the mornings going through and just saying, you know what? I don't know what I don't know. This hasn't happened yet, but I can choose to make it great. If you haven't yet worked with somebody who can tap into the subconscious mind and also help support your conscious thoughts, your conscious behaviors and activities, maybe it's time to jump on a consult with me. I am currently doing some walk and talk coaching, which has been an amazing modality that helps to tap into all of the brain chemicals, the somatic healing, and the knowledge and empowerment that comes with moving your actions in the right direction of where you want to go, bringing that awareness. I know sometimes it can be so hard when we get in these ruts and we're stuck and we feel like we're stuck and we keep telling ourselves we're stuck. But when you get out there and you move your body under the sun or maybe under the beautiful sky in the evening times, you are telling yourself you are not stuck. You are moving forward in a positive direction and I help support all of the goals that you have set for yourself and not been able to do alone. So I am here. You can send me an email at info at thefullfiguredlife.com and we'll get together, talk about what that looks like for you and just how it's gonna come together for an amazing breakthrough. So walk and talk coaching 
I'm Kelly. I am your healer, therapist, coach, cheerleader, all the things. Again, my email address is info at thefullfiguredlife.com. It'll be down in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear from you. Go out there and be mentally strong. Remember, challenges are just reps, and you can do it.